on this episode of the AIE Podcast. Wow, Classic is on the move. Where in the galaxy is SEMA San Diego? Thank you for singing that. You're welcome. <laughs> Sorry to the chat room. <laughs> Final Fantasy Fan Fest was fantastic, which honestly is an understatement. Dude, the amount of excitement I was hearing from you all was fabulous. Um, STO TFO is incoming soon, TM. And we have Mei Lung and Ducks here to talk to us about AIE in Lord of the Rings Online. Yeah, all that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 367 of the podcast celebrating you, the LAXDS gaming community, the Die Has Been podcast. This is Mucow, and I have some spreadsheets for once. But <laughs> to my left is Makala. Hey guys, um, the Guild Kitchen's looking for a sous chef. <laughs> she says, waving a hand with a cast on it. Yes. <laughs> and to her right and uh, occasionally in the window is Tetsemi. Fem Shep is best Shep. Indeed. And this week we are joined by special guests, Mailong and Ducks, who are here to talk to us about AIE in Lord of the Rings Online. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming, guys. Woohoo. So, why don't we go around the room and ask what everyone's been up to? First, we'll probably start with the uh, casted elephant in the room. Um, <laughs> and. Uh, I am- Never been called an elephant in my life, my <laughs> friend. <laughs> I'm gonna stop that trend right now. I'm not You're calling the... you the elephant. I'm calling the arm the elephant. That's okay, right. I'm just saying. I, you know, I'm not old. I well, I'm old. I'm not gray and wrinkly. Um, all right. So, um, I broke my wrist yesterday, so that's fun. Um, which comes at really bad timing because um, two of my games are on hiatus until. July, which meant that I could have used this time to actually start playing video games again or get some writing done or do a lot of other things. Um, But it's kind of hard to do anything that involves both hands. Um, I did find out today, though, that I can still do my makeup, but not my hair because I have to have put a friggin scrunchie in my hair for me (laughs) when I go to bed. (laughs) Yup. Because yep. trying to do this with this doesn't work. <laughs> Does not work. Uh, so this has been really fun so far. It's only been a day expecting me to convince a lot of people. Um, so, however, before we went on hiatus um, in my Call of Cthulhu and my Star Wars game, we are um, now now um, currently a day before World War II breaks out. Yeesh. We... Yeah, yeah, things are going to get real interesting. Also, we're being um, pursued by the Thola Society. So, also fun. Uh, which is what? To see here. Yeah, nothing to see here. No, we're not looking for ancient artifacts. Um, and you want it, people want to prove that you're descended from Atlanteans. Well, the Atlanteans are actually space creatures. Um, so, this is going to be a great time. Uh, but we did um, actually hit a major plot point right before we left. 
uh, because we've been traipsing through Egypt. We're actually um, in a race against timing at the Thola Society, where they want to prove that you know the Europeans are descended from Atlanteans, and we are all looking for the same artifact. And we ended up actually going to Cairo to get a lead to go to um, Dendara and an ancient temple there where we actually went on a dream quest, which was a lot of fun. Um, The great thing is the dream quest, when you die in it, though, you actually just go back to the real world. It's a nice difference. It is lovely because we spent a lot of time in that game being really injured, really injured. Um, but there's four people in our, you know, there's four investigators. Um, two of them got out in the middle of the battle. They were taken out in the battle. Um, so it ended up being two of us at the end point where we were in a room with uh, four different symbols in it. And we knew that the item that we were looking for was in one of those symbols. So, um, one of our other, so it was me and, um, my friend Talia, um, her character, Renee, and she, uh, chose, um, so she basically chose the, um, symbol of Horus and it was not there. Well, um, so she and after that happened, she vanished. So I'm like, ah, uh, we need to figure this out because this thing can only be done. You know, you have to wait until sunset to do this ritual because you're going to um, the land, the Egyptian land of the dead. And also, we're we're doing okay. We, you know, right now we're ahead of whoever is also looking for this thing, but. We, you know, we don't know if we have another day. So there was, um, so the symbols were the bullhorns, um, a hand radi- um, radiating, like the, a disc uh, radiating, hands like rays of the sun, but they were downwards. Um, the wings and the snake. And so we, um, she grabbed my character. I'm like, I'm looking at it. I'm like, I, I don't know. And I, I kind of pulled... A uh, Indiana Jones: The Last Crusade. I'm like, one of these things doesn't look like the others. All three of the four, well, now two, two of the three are recognizable Egyptian symbols. And you know, I ended up rolling good on my occult skill. So he's like, okay, that that one with the hands are raining down. It needs to be um turned upside down. I'm like, okay, that's the one. And it was part of the uh, heresy of of Akhenaten, um, and which. That's where this. That's where it was. Right. This two foot disc we're looking for. <laughs> this could be real fun to that's... get back to Cairo. Yeah, um, yeah, and then back to Alexandria, where that where our dig is. Uh, but it was really a, just this really amazing moment. Like, okay, we're gonna go on hiatus, but it's a really high point because it's a huge. Like, yeah, no, we're we're we're, we're succeeding in our in our in our quest here. So it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, so that's where I am on one game. Uh, Star Wars, we're doing a new adventure where we started where we have to, where the imps have a bioweapon that works primarily on non-humans. Oh, uh, but it you works, do. <laughs> you do, as you do. Uh, they wiped out a um, 
a refugee camp, of course, as they do. <clears throat> um, we had found the bioweapon. So we have, or we have the, found the information that they need for the bioweapon. So they have something else they're using. We found the scientist that's helping him. And our job is to either take him out, um, either kidnap him or take him out. As you so that, that's fun. Um, also, my characters, um, my dice haven't been working since I became a force sensitive <laughs> at all. Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. Um, and the really fun thing is she doesn't know she's a force sensitive yet. She has no idea. You know, it's like, okay, something weird's going on with me. So I've been kind of equating it because everything I've chosen for her is very perception based. And, you know, boost die to perception and boost die to um, vigilance, which is what you use for um, initiative if you didn't expect the fight. So I'm like, you know what? It makes sense. That stuff isn't working. She has her senses are turned up to 11. Yep. She's getting overwhelmed. She's getting overwhelmed. But even like she tried to meditate to figure out what was going on and she started getting dark side flashes. Which is what happens when you get your powers from an ancient Sith artifact. Yep. And you know, the person that's offered to help you is the last pure blood Sith in the galaxy. (laughs) So, you know, good times. Uh, So that's what's. At times. That's what's going on there. Um, and in our descent into Inverness, um, we're in hell. We're on our way to the um, High Cathedral, and we've fought hellhounds, and we just fought a bunch of devils. Um, so it was a very combat-heavy um, episode. It was, yes, 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 sorry. Episode, session, session. That's <laughs> what I'm looking for. Um but good time, you know, we're kind of sitting on there, and I'm thinking we're probably about to hit a plot point where we get to, into the high hall. But this really fun thing, and it was just kind of a flavor text, but our priest, actually our assassin, happened to find a large coin off the um, with the remains of the hellhounds that we had fought. And our priest picked it up. Oh, no, not the hellhounds. I think they were devils. Excuse me. Our priest picked it up. He's like, "This is heavy. Won't we? This is this doesn't feel great." Oh, someone's soul is in here. So it's the currency in hell. But the soul happened to be of the priest's um, character from the last campaign. So that that was a lot of fun. It's a really fun flavor text. Like it doesn't mean anything. You know, it doesn't it doesn't affect the campaign at all. But it's fun that that happens to be you know somebody that someone's soul we encountered in hell. Nice. Fancy to see you here. Exactly. Actually, it's it's not it's not surprising at all. Um, <laughs> he was a halfling fighter. He was a bit of a jerk. Um, but that's yeah, that's what I've been doing with with uh, virtual dice. And someday we'll actually get back to real dice, right, Kenny? <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully, we'll get back to real dice. Eventually. Sounds like you've been up to plenty. So we'll go over to the side and see what Ducks has been up to. Well, I continue to play Lord of the Rings Online. I'm taking a, a break every so often, playing Civ Six, And I'm also playing uh, Call of Cthulhu. Ooh. Just started playing it. We had uh, two sessions over the past two Thursdays. And it's nice I get to play that one. I am running Adventures in Middle Earth. Uh, we've been playing for, well, we started before the pandemic, and then we've switched to Zoom. Nice, nice. And then I'm running a adventure, or actually, no, I'm running an alien RPG, the Freedom. <gasps> oh. And the best thing about that right now is the 
Colonial Marines Operations Manual has just been released in PDF form. Oh, so I need to get nice. that for my bestie. She would love that. And then that should be published soon. It's 300 plus pages and it's beautiful. Uh, I love nice. it. Oh, that's fabulous. So I got to know what kind of investigator are you playing in Call of Cthulhu? I'm actually using one of the pregens. So it's uh-huh. like, I call him California Jones. Okay. <laughs> nice. Hey, dude, I, 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 I'm an archaeologist as well. So, so I gotcha. Awesome. Well, he's an entertainer, but her archaeology is like seventy-five. So yeah, that's that's the that's my California Jones. I'm a nice. I'm an archaeologist. I'm a just a clone of Indiana Jones. I've got a thirty-eight, and we're set in the fifties. Oh, fun! Nice. Very nice. But yeah, it's it's great. So far, it's been a lot of fun. We're we're like uh, we were in Wisconsin, uh, following up on an antiquities dealer. Awesome. So the, if and, you ever need to talk, talk COC ducks, come come hit me up, dude. It's my favorite. It's my favorite favorite type of game right now. It is really neat. I've never seen the system before. It's a great system. I love it. Yeah. And the last thing I'm playing is I'm playing a homebrew for my buddy down at work. I play on the weekends with one character with a different group, and then he, then I'm in the same I'm in a same setting, different group uh-huh. uh, during the week. And that's fifth edition D and D. Yeah, awesome! Very cool. That's it. Sounds like plenty, though. Yeah. So let's slide over to Mailung and see what he's been up to since we last. <laughs> this has been game wrap up. I'm loving this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'll start off with Swotor. Uh, on Monday nights, I'm on uh, Ops Group, which we've been progressing through uh, Terror from Beyond. We made it to uh, the droid, which kicked our butt, but we got it done with seven, uh, seven or eight percent uh, was our best pull. But we're getting that really close, and that was our first time looking at it. So hopefully, a couple more weeks, we'll be able to get it down, no problem. But we had a really good look at it over and over again. In uh, Lotro, I've been working on a meta deed, which I've been working on this sucker for a long time, <laughs> which I've pulled ducks in to help me during SNLs and whoever wants to help me is more than willing. Granted, I've been the closer you are to level cap, the right. better. But the meta deed is there's encounters for every skirmish, which is like a mini dungeon. Right. You don't right. have to do them, but it's an option. And like there might be anywhere between six to nine encounters. Okay. That could come up. Oh, okay. On, gotcha. All depend on how much RNG is your friend. Two of them come up every time a skirmish comes up. So you could get lucky and just run it four or five times and you're done if the RNG gods are really smiling upon you. Right. Which they rarely are. (laughs) Or if they hate you, it could be for five months. Oh my God. But for, you have to do all the encounters and every single skirmish and you get the title skirmisher of middle earth. While my main character, that's what I've been working on. Nice. That's awesome. Very cool. Nice. But, um, I have, I'm down to like 21, different encounters spread across 
the encounters uh, spread across the skirmishes that I'm working on. Uh, also in Lotro, I've, I did have for the anniversary event, for some dumb reason, they do tales, which are scrolls, and you go across Middle-earth to uh, scavenger hunt, pretty much. Well, last year, I had this brilliant idea of, you know what? I'm not going to look, look at Lotro Wiki for this character mm-hmm. to do this. I'm going to do this off the top of my head. What is in my memory? And I got to one point where I had to, it was the last scroll. All I had to do was go down to Gollum's cave, which if anybody who in Lotro has been down there, it is a bunch of twists and turns and it's easy to get lost. And last year I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put this off until next year. I'm not going to do it this year. I'm going to do it next year, which I did. And I managed to complete that. But I didn't look at Lotro Wiki, but earlier that day I took my main character and, and I completed that quest and I was in there twice with my main character. And I'm like, okay, now I'm going to go in with this character. I've already been in there twice. I should know exactly where I'm going. Only got turned around once, but <laughs> I managed to finish that. Nice. And so that McCullough is not the only one talking about rolling dice. Yes. Uh, I have been doing D&D recently. Yay! So there's another one, which it is thanks to the WinterCon that we did. Uh, I figured last time I played, I had a, one of those where I had a bad DM back in 1990. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all, we all, we've all had those DMs, honey. Yes. <laughs> which it, it really turned me off on D&D and the pen and paper style game. Right, right. And the WinterCon really brought me back to it. And I have jumped all in. I'm in one of Katavari's groups that is running Curse of Strahd. Oh, fun. Which in that one, I'm playing a female rogue. And Excellent. So much fun. God, rogues are so versatile right now. I love them. Yes. Uh, uh, DP Roberts started a group which I'm playing a hill dwarf ranger, which is really fun. And then wife and I were in target one day. It was before it was after Katavari's groups were already set up mm-hmm. before D- DPs were a DP had said that he was definitely going to do one and saw the essentials kit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Hey, this would be fun to get. Let's get this. We'll run a group with the family. You know, I have wife, three kids. Yeah, you have a group right there. The perfect size group. (laughs) So I'm DMing. I'm the DM for the first time ever, but it's Mm -hmm. with the family. So if I screw up, it's family. Way to go. Yeah. Yeah. If they get mad at me, they're grounded anyway. Exactly. Right. (laughs) Right. Like, huh? I happen to see you're looking up that monster's dead block. Guess what? (laughs) Ground <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'm DMing uh, Ice Brood Saga, uh, 
Dragon of Ice Fire Peak. I mean, okay, Dragon nice. of Ice Fire Peak, which it's really fun. And my oldest son is playing a Hildor fighter, which he's all his answer to everything. I'm gonna throw my axe at it. So, uh, <laughs> so he throws his hammer at everything. Anything that comes up, he's gonna attack. Which as a DM, it's like, okay, I guess we're fighting now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Until but, you have somebody hell you the hammer and just hold it and go, really? Really? Right. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, throw it a couple levels of monk and he'll stop that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, he won't. I mean, it, but super fun, which now every Sunday pretty much is every Sunday I'm going to be doing some sort of D&D of some uh, kind. Oh, that makes me so happy. Yeah, and the D&D we did tonight Two hours of nothing but role play. Yes. Literally two hours of real time. And we only covered about maybe one hour of role play. Sometimes those are the best sessions, though. It, it was so much fun. I had a great time. Awesome. But that's what I've been up to. Cool. Fun stuff. Well, let's round it up with uh, Ted Semi and see what he's been up to. What have I been up to? Uh, I will let you cover the Final Fantasy Fan Fest stuff <laughs> when we when you get to that because Are you too freaked out over. Yeah. Well, the whole the whole it was it was basically the the Final Fantasy version of BlizzCon Line, uh, a, a virtual version. Thoughts. Yeah, no, I know a virtual. <laughs> it's basically a virtual fan fest that they normally do in person, which was weird, kind of seeing everything with no audience to react to it was just um the, the producer and the the american translator like ah, okay this is this is kind of fun um but i'll let i'll let me get into it um i did log in you know order the collectors the digital collectors edition um I know people were trying for the the box thing, but like by the time they got through the queue into the store, it had already sold out. So wow! Oh no, I had people watching. Did you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you, you get one? Fast. Yes, I did. Nice. Um, you had you had to jump quick. <laughs> yeah, and the the way they're doing it because you can't. It, it was interesting the way they they broke it up. Like there's a collector's edition if you wanted the physical and the digital goods, but that only applied for the PC because you're buying the game through steam or uh, PS PlayStation, which they can only do the digital portion of it. So then you'd have to order the physical box separately for that situation, or you just get the standard one, but I got the, so yeah. Yeah. They decided to no longer put the uh, computer discs in collector's editions. Right. Which I mean, it's about who uses them anymore. Yeah, exactly. Everything's download. Um, so that was fun. That was that was a good couple of days of distraction. Um, I have been progressing slowly on my Valheim, uh, village, for lack of a better term. Uh, I have I found where the second boss is. I have not gone and fought the second boss yet. Um, but I've got my little portal network set up, and I've got my copper and tin. Uh, deposits all laid out and they got my smelter built and the charcoal producer so I can do all that back at the main base. So I'm just progressing on that. And then May 14th, 
Mass Effect. Yeah. The legendary yep. bundle released and both my daughter and I have been nonstop playing that. Uh, it's her first time through any of the Mass Effect games. So she's playing it up in her room that will occasionally come down and go, you were right. There's a lot of quests just in the Citadel. I'm like, <laughs> yes, talk to everyone, go everywhere. <laughs> like that's where I spent the majority of my week was just trying to get out of the Citadel because I'm like, okay, I think I got Oh, that's a quest giver, isn't it? Okay, yeah. <laughs> and um, and she, it's been delightful, her freaking out about voice actors. Yeah. When she discovered Keith David, David in the was game the today. It made me so happy. Yeah, she was she was just geeking because she loves the voice actors, and so um, I was I was a bit confused because I thought um, one of the actors was actually. Oh, God, my brain just froze. One of the uh, critical role actors. Uh, oh, but, yeah. But it's not. It, what's that? Liam? No. It was it, the, the female. And I thought, oh, okay. like, she's doing the same voice that she does for Jester with that same accent. And I thought oh, okay. it was her for a moment. And I was like, nope, it's not. It's somebody different. But So that's what I have been up to. Um, WoW is on the hard disk, sitting there taking up space right now um i'll get i'll get back to it when more stuff gets released uh hopefully soon maybe right Uh, but we'll talk about classic in a little bit as well what have you been up to mew that leaves me um so yeah lots of final fantasy uh, 14 of course um uh, but uh when not in there i've been playing with uh near replicant which has been to kind of go back because it's it's been that weird thing of I played the original Nier Replicant and then I played Nier Automata and now I'm playing Nier Replicant again <laughs> and to see the changes they made to Replicant that right. they took from Automata and so it's like your brain's doing this funny thing it's like am I remembering that from Automata or am I remembering that from rep- the original Replicant like, right right <laughs> because like they used this, the music in both games and like it was kind of one of those neat things that, like you know Automata would play like a new version of that song it's like oh I remember that song and then you you go back and then you're hearing it, it's like, is this a remake of a remake or is this the original? And you're <laughs> yeah. just kind of like scratching your head. But yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it, it feels really good with Automata's combat. Like that was one of the things like, it, you know, the combat was okay in the original replicant, but you know, they just really figured things out with Automata. And I'm glad that they were able to put that into this uh, remake and, you know, seeing everything in the higher quality and, and all of the fun stuff. And it's still weird hearing Illidan's voice coming out of a book. It's yes. just not going to be normal. <laughs> right. Um, uh, and then, he, like, he apparently recorded that, like, right after Burning Crusade. So, yeah. Um, yeah, he was fresh off of that. So, it's, it's you know, it just sounds Definitely Illidan. Peak yeah. Illidan. Yeah, it's just they, they stuffed Illidan into a book and he's very sassy. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the, uh, a little bit of that. And then uh, around the house, we've been <laughs> dealing with fun uh, stuff. We got hit by really bad hail. So, we've been having to deal with roofers. But that's not been any fun. But, no. Uh, but uh, yeah, just a little bit of all over the place, um, and you know, lots of Final Fantasy. Honestly, yeah. uh, <laughs> I I too have WoW installed somewhere on my hard drive. Um, it has not been touched probably in a month. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just yeah. Um, we'll see if nine point one gets my attention or not. If it gets anyone's attention. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And, uh, oh, I played a little bit of Among Us. There's a, there's a new map out in Among Us. And oh. uh, 
there's a uh, a new version of a thing called uh, Better Crew Link, which really enhances uh, Among Us because it, what it does is it, ha- it puts in-game voice. Um, so one of the things that people don't like about Among Us is that you go silent while you're all running around and doing right. stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Better Crew Link actually figures out proximity. So oh, nice. So you have voice while you're running around doing your tasks, and it's and it, you can't cheat. Like um, it's it's set up that way to where you're running around and it's like, oh hey, how you doing? I'm doing blah, blah, blah. like it's it's really interesting and it adds yeah. to the game because especially when you know the imposters have kill lines and funny stuff like that going on, and <laughs> you know it's it's just it, it it makes it a whole new game and you know it's I, I have a feeling it's going to start popping up more like if there was that resurge the, the surge a while back i think it's going to pop up again because even streamers are realizing well that was one of the things they didn't like is that they had to basically talk to the you know talk quietly to their audience, their audience while running around doing stuff and it just felt so awkward where you're yeah. right, right. stuff. And, but now it's like you get voices and all kinds of comedy and people just running around memeing and it's it's actually pretty funny but Ooh. um yeah, no, that, that was a lot of fun. I, I definitely uh, bring that uh, up for the next uh, AIE events, I think. is. Yeah, yeah, that's a great that. game to play as a group. Um, yep. Our, our hordling was a little upset about how bad I am at that game. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's fun. And really, you just have to be really good at lying. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I'm disturbed by how good she is actually at it. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get it from somewhere. Anyway. Right. Let's, we're going to be digging into Lord of the Rings Online shortly, but uh, why don't we go ahead and cover this week's news first. AIE News. Okay. In streaming and podcast news, SOTOR, Escape Podcast 380, Vet Mode Vets. Marcus joins the team to help put a cap on their Vet Mode, Met mode series. In an In Sotor Escape Podcast 381 Solo Flashpoint tips, Solo Flashpoints! Lots of new players are doing them for the story for the first time, so they pull in Guild Member, Officer, and Podcaster Tet. Yeah, I heard that one. Uh, to help yeah. talk about getting it done. Did you have fun, hon? Yes, that was, that was really fun. It was, yeah. Um, and in Working Class Nerds news, episode 105, Antrax is in the Bad Batch. Nick is in, Nick, Marcus and Nick chat with Twitch streamer Antrax. They talk about what um, it and Apos like to be variety streamers. And breaking down the new episode of Bad Batch. Spoiler warning uh, during five minutes, 57 minutes to an hour 27. Um God, I'm loving that show so much. It is. It's, it's so good. so much fun. Oh, I'm my so gosh. Behind. It's great. It's great. I certainly want to catch up on the Clone Wars, uh, but... Uh, I wanted to t- mention that before moving on. So uh, Disney Plus did an interesting thing. If you go to the Star Wars section... Uh-huh. The Essentials? Yeah, The Essentials. It's like, here's the important episodes to watch. I'm so happy they did that because we were so behind. Yeah. Right, right. Um, and I have they- to bring... Yeah. And... I'm loving watching it because my Star Wars character um, in our game was born uh, 21 uh, BBY. So she was born, like, she would have been one when this happened. So I'm really kind of, I don't okay, because this is the world she was born into. So I'm look, I'm loving that. Anyway, so, sorry, side, side sidebar there. Um, you can find more of Ajax um, at uh, twitch um, dat, dash or slash A underscore, I, well, I Atrax. Atrax. I said Ajax here, right there. Sorry I about know, that. That's... A-T-R, or A-T-A-X is the name you're looking for. Yep. 
All right. And in 106, um, please pronounce that for me. Armenstra? Armenstra. Yeah. Armenstra Gaming. Thank you. Oh, in this Armenastra. Sorry. Armenastra. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Amanastra Gaming. In this episode, the guys are joined by the great and powerful Amanastra. Amanastra is not only a great streamer on Twitch, but she's also an award-winning voice actor as well. The whole gang chats about the difference between those two worlds, their shared love of Star Wars, and of course, games they enjoy playing. You can find more um, about Amanastra at twitch.tv, and the spelling is A-R-M-E-N-A-S-T-R-A. All right. And in Nomad's news, speaking of Valheim again, we're gearing up to take the next box motor down in Valheim. Anyone interested in joining the fun should jump into the Discord channel so they can coordinate a time and work to get everyone the items that they will need for the fight because you really can't go in undergeared or you'll just be a spot on the floor. Clearly. And in WoW news... Uh, most of the current WoW news is focused on WoW Classic, uh, including TBC. Um, but there's a brief raid wrap-up for those in retail. Uh, DOA is now 1 of 10 heroic. HFO, which is on the Alliance side, is 4 of 10 heroic. And PJFC is 9 of 10 heroic. Congrats. If you have an Alliance character that's looking to raid, please reach out to Fezgik and AIE Discord for time and day for HFO, because they are hurting Yep, they are kind of treating that as like a alliance side new braid. So, awesome. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. All right. And in well, classic news: the guild is the process of moving to Mankirk, but character moving is paused until pre uh, pre pre patch. Then to TBC on Tuesdays. That's when you decide for each character if it goes to TBC or stays in classic forever. Uh, there no presence of AIE in Classic Forever is expected, by the way. Correct. Uh, t- the Burning Crusade pre-patch is, hits live on Tuesday with new race and all classes on both sides. For Horde, of course, we have the Blood Elf and the Paladin. Um, and we, what we have the Shaman and what's the... Space Goats. I mean, oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, Thank you. Um, leveling is 30% faster on average, by the way. Uh, the Burning uh, Crusades will be live in two weeks on June 1st and they'll be able to go and then we'll be able to go through the dark portal. Yep. That'd be fun to actually do in real time because I did it. I was, yeah, I did it during Wrath. Yeah. Well, there, that's the thing. A lot of people joined the tail end of Burning Crusade beginning of Wrath. Right. And so they never got to experience going from classic through the dark portal and, and, Getting the experience of getting stepped on by the Fell Reaver, who you can't hear until he steps on you. Uh-huh. Exactly. Wah. Yep. Like, how can something that large and that loud sneak up on you? It's right, right. So, um, all right. In a galaxy far, far away, Sotor, back to Sotor. Uh, Mega this month will be Friday the 21st. Join Marcus, Lucy, and Tabitha as they lead us in a hunt for clues to solve the mystery of where in the galaxy is Sima San Diego. All right. Double XP, Renown, and Valor is still ongoing in Sotor until the 18th. XP is always pretty fast in Sotor, but during this period, it goes right to Ludicrous. Ludicrous speed. It does. I had a character that was 50, and I was just running around doing the storyline like on Balmora, which is probably a level like 25, 26 planet. 
they're 56 and they're just finishing Balmora. And it's like, yeah, in a week I got six levels on that character. I was like, I wasn't trying to speed level. It's just happening. <laughs> it's, it's, yes. it's crazy. It's, if you like the one to 50 leveling or you're trying to get characters 275 to, you know, finish off and get your eighth character class, um, it's now's the time to jump in that with galactic seasons. No one saw um, that. Nope. <laughs> also battle pass uh log in and check out the new battle pass system called galactic seasons the first season goes for five months and awards a new companion enough currency to buy a new fleet stronghold and many other rewards it's a little overwhelming at first glance so don't hesitate to join discord and ask questions and yes there is a catch-up mechanism you can use cartel coins if you've been a subscriber and have not been actively using your cartel coins you can use that to unlock and catch up so uh it's it's really good handy for those times where i jump in for a little bit to see what's going on exactly yep and everyone buckle in because it's time for final fantasy 14 news the final fantasy digital fan fest has come to a close but exciting stuff was revealed for the next expansion which is endwalker and they kind of front-loaded like they oh they did (laughs) yeah the, the keynote they just here's all the crazy stuff so so we'll start with the uh the the walkout, uh, the new melee class was revealed to be Reaper, a two-handed scythe wielder who appears to employ magic from the void in their attacks, along with summoning what is Final Fantasy XIV's version of a demon to both attack and to fuse with during certain phases of the rotation. It will share gear with the Dragoon, finally, so we won't feel like a waste just having Dragoon here, Yeah. Um, and require a level 70 class to access and starts at 70, so kind of nice uh, you're essentially starting right at uh shadowbringers and can get ready for um and walker pretty quickly or i guess if you're pre-patching then you, you can start at 70 and maybe get to yeah. end walker um in time i, I uh, like the fact that they're sharing the the gear with dragoon yes yeah i like it when they do that because because like i said it always felt like a weird waste to have this you know only dragoon can use this Ooh, that's weird <laughs> yeah but uh and it was always weird that Dragoon gear kind of—it was essentially tank gear. And in fact, the early levels, it is that you share with the tanks until they yeah. finally branch you off, and then you're just on your own. So, like, well, I guess we'll give you some crazy-looking dragon gear because you're the only one that wears it. But, <laughs> Are uh, they gonna? Do they go back since it starts at seventy? Do they go back and add Dragoon to the level fifty, sixty, and seventy sets, or do you think they're just gonna start with seventy? It'll be a little of both. Um, so they won't give them everything. Like they probably won't give them um, relic weapons and artifact gear. Um, no, but I'm talking like the the sets you buy with the um, currency, the phantasm. Yeah, yeah. They they they, they probably will. Um, just because that you know, it's as simple as saying, okay, if it's if if dragoon, then also reaper. So, uh, yeah. But they won't do it for all of it because there's some gear that is definitely very obviously just for uh, dragoon. dragoon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so they'll do it a mix, like like some some of the newer ones, like Dancer and uh, Gunbreaker. Like they they gave them some backfill, but not all of it. Right. So uh, it's a little little different. But uh, the the coolest thing was, of course, is the game director walked out as a Reaper. Yes, um, like he awesome. And then immediately yeah. regretted it for the entire two hour presentation yes. because he had he the actual two handed scythe on him. Yes. <laughs> so as yeah, he was wandering around. You can tell that it was a, it was heavy. And like an assistant runs out with him, gives him a little stance, like, oh, finally a stand, and he's able to put it down. And 
take a break. But you know, he would still go back. Like he still wanted to look cool, so he would just he couldn't help but walk over and grab it and twirl it around a bit and <laughs> and the uh, the fans. So since it's digital, they had a bunch of monitors on the front stage where normally you'd have sound monitors. Well, no, these are actual like visual monitors, and they showed all the chats from YouTube, Twitch, and Nico Nico. And so they could see all of the, you know, the feedback and, and everything. Yeah, all the feedback live while, while they were doing it. And they were like, oh, do some moves, you know, do some twirls. Because <laughs> they showed, like, they had a little gameplay a, a video to show what the Reaper was doing. It, it, it looks really good. It's, you know, I, I like the color scheme. The color scheme is definitely like, like, I would almost say, say a, bottom, a part of it is like pastel goth. Like, it's yeah. kind of a light purple and light green, but mm-hmm. with lots of black. So it's it's really interesting uh, looking, uh, very unique. It's, it's not just like you know. I think people would have worried that you know it might just take over for a Dark Knight. Like oh, we'll just still Dark right. Knight aesthetic. Like, nope, doesn't look anything like it. Dark Knight is definitely more of a black and red, and this is more of a like black but with purple and, and green. And I guess and depending on what, yeah, yeah, it's 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 really neat looking. Okay, um, cool. Hold on, real quick. Ducks, was that a black cat you were petting? Yes. Okay. Good. All right. right. Okay. So we have another one in the black cat can, club. Okay. So f- yes. five black cats. That's on five awesome. black cats. Got yes. it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was that was quite the reveal. Um, he he was quite the trooper. He said he had to go on. A, he had to stay on a special diet to make sure he still fit in his costume. <laughs> sure. But uh, but yeah, it was it was. I mean, he he definitely committed to it. Um, and I understand dieting for cosplay people. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. That's what always amazes me is that these guys aren't just, you know, preaching to, you know, their, their, their players. Like they actually are there with them yes. doing all yeah. the same stuff. They are cosplaying with us. They're playing with us. It's, it's That's awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, later on, they uh, of course showed uh, as we had speculated from the first trailer that we're going to visit old Charlien in Endwalker. Um, if uh, you played 1.0, you might recognize uh, the name of the polis of the far Northwest of Yorzia from, which our allies originate. So they're kind of going home and saying, Hey, um, there's some stuff going down. You guys want to, you know, come join us and maybe stop it. Nope. So that, no, <laughs> that'll be interesting. <laughs> um, but, uh, will they take the field with us or will they continue to stay hold up in their walls? Grand city. So that's, it depends that's on your stola. <laughs> yeah. Which if she has her way, they're coming. Like, oh yeah. One way exactly. <laughs> Like uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's one person you don't cross. Nope. Uh, and of course, the the I think the biggest surprise that like no one was expecting. Like it, it's always been one of those like weird, you know, maybe one day, way yeah. down the line. But they uh, showed us male Vieras, so we're going to finally yep. have male bunnies. Um, people have been begging for it since they revealed that Vieras were were coming in. Um, but you know, they wanted to do them right and. Uh, it's it looks like it's pretty well done. Like it's it is. Uh, yeah, know, yeah. They they, and, they put some effort into it. Yeah, the number of male makotes just got dropped by like ninety percent. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's, if you wanted to be a bunny, either you had to suck it up and be female, or you just went you know male uh, cat glory and maybe got some bunny ears. So, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that'll be interesting. What's which I'm actually very curious to see is they also announced that it's not ready anytime soon, but they are wa- working on female Harothgar. Yes. Yes. So I'm I'm curious to see what they what they do with that because th- we have no inkling like just like the male Viera because they they don't have the character like they don't show you the character until they actually have it made. Yeah. So we don't even have a clue what they're going to look like. And one of the interesting things about this game is that the genders are definitely very 
different physical except for lollafels because you know they're yeah because potato. potatoes yeah potato <laughs> um but like there's there's always a very distinct difference between the two genders so it's it's not just a oh we put long hair on it and we're done like, right. it doesn't right. work that way <laughs> No, it's, they it's did. Actually, they didn't. They did an awesome job. Honestly, yeah. it look it looks yeah. amazing. Yeah, some of the reactions were some of the funniest things. It's <laughs> like a one one person I played with was watching it live and it was like, "Oh right, we're finally getting new hairstyles for the for the, for the era." Wait a minute, that's <laughs> not a woman. <laughs> exactly. That's <laughs> funny. That was hundred so, percent. Yeah. 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 OMF so that said was, the other Discord he was on just exploded when that came out. So. It's, it's, it, we weren't expecting it. Like we, no. we knew that they've been busy. Uh, we knew that they were working on the next expansion. We didn't expect any more races. Like they said, they actually said, "No more new races." Right. Well, technically, this isn't a new race. So, not true. <laughs> and, and it's what's not. interesting is, and maybe you have mute, but I have not seen one meme that says, "Oh, this is why the release date is so late." No. Yeah. No. The players. Everyone, know everyone knows they're just working their tail off. So. Yeah. And and this and the fan fest was a good way of tell, showing us just what they've been up to, why they've been so busy, including some of the stuff they revealed after the concert last night. But uh, interesting. Oh. Um, uh, they of course finally told us the release date is November twenty third or the nineteenth if you get early access. Um, Thanksgiving okay. weekend in the U.S. Yes, yep. perfect. It'll be great. Uh, they of course <laughs> you know sheepishly admitted that you know maybe maybe this is extremely late fall, but uh, you know. It's still they fall. still made fall. It's still fall. Yep, yeah. yep. So it's fall. a week before winter. Uh, no, or, uh, December twentieth. Yeah, December twentieth yeah, or nineteenth, depending on what's going on. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So they've got they did it plenty of time. Um, he, he of course was being um, poked at by his his own people because the town he's from they have snow at that point. Right. <laughs> so they're they're like, well, we consider it winter. It's like, no, no, it's still fall. It's still fall. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that was the big big news there. The second big news, of course, is patch five point five five is May twenty fifth. Um, so we'll finally get the essentially the end of what they've have shown us in five point five, and it's going to give basically get us ready for Endwalker, and then we're going to get this nice long you know, time to kind of get all your ducks in a row um, for Endwalker. Um, they're they're going to be doing some not that ducks. ducks. He's already in a row. He's one person. He's already in a row. So <laughs> we're good to go. Um, Ducks is busy. He does exactly. not need to get in a row. He's in ours. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they are going to do some 0. 0.1 um, patch releases to kind of just to make sure we're not bored. They're going to give us stuff. That's uh, once a month. They're going to give us something new to play with, which I love. I, I, that's another thing I've always just been loved that they just and even when they're busy. They're just giving us a little something, keep us busy, make us yeah. happy. Um, they, of course, also talked about the last bit of Bajja, um, Save the Queen storyline, um, where we're going to finally try to take it back from Garlemond. And uh, there's one new battlefield area, Zadnor, and a new 48-man raid. Wow. So, like, 24 is the current big raid in this game. So 48 is just going to be chaos. That's amazing. Eight groups like, of six, right? No. Yeah. Talk about hurting cats. No, it, yeah, it's six groups of eight. Six groups six of eight. Of eight. Yeah, I was like, wait yeah. a minute, it's the other way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The you other know there's eight and six there. Yeah. Like, like the three groups of eight is already like there's a lot going on. Yeah. And, and the, the, to the fact that they have to separate you during fights usually. Like sometimes you'll focus on one big thing, but then they'll try to separate you because it's just there's too much going on. And holy cow, if, if there's a red mage in each group doing uh, their limit break, right. no yeah. one can see. Nope. Like you're just blind. It's, <laughs> it's just no one can see a thing. Um, but uh, 
it's you know that there's some interesting stuff coming and of course you get to finish your relic weapon which will be better than the best weapon in the game right now so it's actually worth to finish the relic weapon um, everyone will do that uh, of course, uh, the last little bit they kind of snuck in there. If anyone missed the Final Fantasy XIV collaboration, it's coming in September. Something to give us something to do before the uh, ex- expansion comes out. So you'll get a, a chance to hang out with Noctis and, more importantly, steal his car and his clothing. Um, Yay! So, uh, although with the Space Whale, you know... I know. The, yeah. <laughs> that Space Whale, eight people. Eight-person eight um, mount. They just had to one-up WoW with its five-person mount and go right yeah. to yeah. people. Yep, eight people. Well, I mean, we need something to go to the moon in, you know, because exactly. it's haunted. Clearly. It's haunted. we got to go take care of it. All right. But, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and of course, one last reminder that, you know, hey, the Final Fantasy XIV's Free Child goes to level 60, includes the critically acclaimed expansion, Heaven's Ward. So considering waiting for the expansion, now is the perfect time to come join us in Final Fantasy XIV. We're having a lot of fun. Why don't you join us? Awesome. All right, in an ESO news, clearing zones of, si- of sky shards and world bosses, clearing public dungeons, being let off cliffs by Dankenia. So basically, a normal uh, Friday night in ESO. Yep. MFN's activities happen each week and involve um, either zone clears, daily dungeon runs, and or public dungeon runs. Next week, they'll be focusing on clearing a couple of public dungeons. The Ex- Explorer Celebration mini-event is going on now through May 20th and awards wards double xp from every source which will stack with xp boosts such as scrolls it also gives double xp from kills quests and other sources and increased yield from harvest nodes except for fishing so sorry sparrow <laughs> uh there are no event tickets rewarded as part of these events and in star trek online new tfo announced remain klingon but no release date has been given there's a 20 percent ship sale Ship sale until May 17th. Upgrade weekend until May 17th. And the Tholian Trouble event until May 25th. 14 days of progress to earn the Tholian Web Array Universal Console. Earn progress in two revamped TFOs, the Vault Ensnared or Azure Nebula Rescue. And the Fleet Action Report is looking for anyone interested in helping with a PvP episode to take place in about six weeks. If interested, please contact FleetActionReport.com. There's information up there. .com. And in Guild Wars 2 news, uh, there is a major class rebounds patch hitting this week that's coming. Uh, there's a chance your favorite class might be the meta now. We'll look into that. Uh, same deal as last time with the Living World stuff. Uh, which means they're they're going through the cycle again. So if if you've missed any of the living world stuff, jump in now so you can see it, see it as, as it goes through. Uh, Dungeon nights are the second Friday of the month, and the next one's going to be June 11th. Yeah, but, I mean, on on that, it's been going really well. So cool. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's one of those games that just you know you buy it once and it just keeps being cool. Yep. Yes. And with that, let's get back to. Along in ducks and find out what's going on in Lord of the Rings Online. The floor is yours. Yes. Now, would you like to start? I mean, start off with the first part in the notes. Uh, mm-hmm. This weekend has been a 25% uh, bonus to all skirmish marks, which for those of you who are or who will be level 100 and above, and are working on your legendary weapon. I have learned skirmish marks are a great way to help you in that 
process, which is a grind and a half. So if you need help running skirmishes, I am your man because I've <laughs> done it. Yep. Uh, also, stuff that's upcoming, the Buried Treasure, which I know Max is a big fan of, which he usually runs it like crazy, uh, is starting roughly on March, uh, May 27th. An interesting date. Yeah. I'll continue from there. We have the Midsummer event coming up. So well, last year, year before, something like that, time has been rather wibbly-wobbly. We Are you had the <laughs> wedding of Aragon and, and Arwen, and that's Midsummer. Right. So now we have a new Midsummer event, and they're uh, rumoring some new new items from it to give us a nice impetus to go back to it. And then from there, we have updates. And it, do you want to take the first update, and I'll do 31, or how do you want to do that, Mal? Uh, I'll take the first one, which one thing that we really learned the last time the executive producer was on the last time is roughly a time frame of roughly how long they wanted they want to do updates and major stuff in uh, the major updates on new story stuff. Roughly, they want to look at roughly every twelve to thirteen weeks. You're going to get some new story stuff. You're going to get something new in the game uh, to do. Which the next one, which we will be getting which is update 30, Blood of Ozog, which will be in-game stuff, which is going to Bullroar, which is the public test server, sometime this coming week. So we'll be expecting that. So I'm thinking roughly the last half of June, the begin first part of July is when it'll go live on the servers, is when update 30 will be around. After that, we'll have, you know, they usually do a couple incremental patches. And then update 31 is planned to be Gundabad. Gundabad is the next major area. It will be most likely underground, um, akin to Moria. It is where Durin the Deathless was born when he was first placed into Arda. And from there, this is going to continue their, kind of the dwarves taking back their lands from the orcs. And it's slightly off from the actual timeline of Middle Earth, but they're filling in pieces everywhere they can. Right, yeah. You kind of have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, because right now, our next thing would be the hobbits go back to the Shire. Right. right. You know, and the and all the that, yeah. So one interesting thing, and I, I know uh, Mal and I have talked about it a couple of times, is they have this, they, they accidentally revealed a new class called the Brawler. Mm-hmm. And after that, they were very quiet about it for as long as they could, but it immediately erupted. And they, they've, they've done a couple of uh, attempts explaining maybe what the Brawler is from. And my favorite right now is that it's kind of a play on Tulkas, the, the Valar who basically wrestled Morgoth and then put him in chains through them beyond the doors of night. So maybe that's it. It is basically going to be a wrestler, a strong man. Hmm. And, you know, they, they're, they're doing their best to stick within the bounds that they have. And so this is a very creative idea. 
not sure how you're at the foot of something like you know back in the days with Ragnos, and you're at the foot of Ragnos punching the lava. But I don't know how that would work. I'm sure part of that lava is a toe or something. (laughs) Right. That that would work. Yeah. Need some fire resistance there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. With the brawler, they're expecting it to be part of the pre-order because Gundabon is supposed to be a an expansion pack for later in the year. That makes sense. So it will be. uh, They want it to be a part of the pre-order, so they are working on it now. We won't see it on Bull Roar. They said it will be its own Bull Roar look to test it out because it's going to be a new class. They've been rumoring a thing called the landscape difficulty system. And Sounds that they've only kind of given a couple right? of hints to it. But the idea is say you blade, you know you burn through the shire as fast as you could you know to level up and try and get somewhere in middle earth let's not well, burn the shire please <laughs> i like scouring the shire okay yeah. deep cleaning yeah deep clean yeah so they want to give you a reason to go back and have it at level or near level so you when you go back to work on your deeds or any kind of meta objects it's at least worth your time and it doesn't mm-hmm. become a, a, a trudge through Rushnok Bog. Right. And so the hope with this is that it'll be kind of like the skirmish system. You can sit there and opt into it, set your level, and then go in and do whatever it is you're looking to do. And then you back out of it back to normal. And they've been testing that one for a while. And I guess they're, they did a little bit of testing with it for the, uh, uh, the Wildlands ex- uh, Expanse, I guess, or Wildlands. It'll be an interesting take on it and uh, see how it matches up to ESO's take and uh, Guild Wars 2's take on you know, making sure things are same level as you yeah. in one way or another. Yeah, you know, it's one thing I, I noticed is hey, uh, going back at level 130 to uh, work in the Shire, no problem. Yeah. I, I go through very quickly, take care of everything, and I'm done and I'm out of there. Yeah, but when it gets to about Moria, I still don't want to go back to Moria. No, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I don't either. But I mean, if you're going through, and you know, a g- great example is the Bjorning, which is based off of Bjorn from The Hobbit, where you mm-hmm. can transform from a man to a bear into right. bear form. If you're running in yellow line, you know, it's a healer line, are you overpowered? Yes, very much so. Where you can do it three, four, do stuff three, four levels above what you're supposed to be at. To add that difficulty level to it, yeah, the rewards are going to be better and all that stuff, but you don't feel like you're just blazing through it. You can do stuff on somewhat on level, but you've upped the difficulty level so that you can actually run with some difficulty. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's a little right. bit of a challenge. It is. Really, this has just been little bits and pieces. You know, they're they're talking class balance. I know there are really big concerns for guardians right now, um, and you know, the lightning rune keeper is almost unstoppable in PvMP, or at least feared. Mm. Right. Um, so there's been plans for that. They're keeping it very tight lipped, though. 
And then just uh, there's rumors that there will be actual devs having their own show or at least appearing more often on Fun. the Friday at 11 o'clock central uh, Cordovan's uh, video cast. Oh, nice. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's nice to have the devs actually stop in and, and, and give you some of their, you know, why are they doing this? Right. Totally. And my little thing on the side I've, I've found really keeps me busy is I just disappear into PVMP. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm still working on becoming rank nine. It just, it everything slows down when you hit rank eight. It slowed down so much. Yeah, and I know we've mentioned it before on the show, but would you kind of give us a let let the listeners know what PVMP is? Uh, I'll I'll go ahead and go. Uh, PVMP is player versus monster player. It's their version. It's Lotro's version of player versus player, where mm-hmm. you can either bring your regular character into a special area, uh, or you can roll up a monster player, whether it be an orc, a ward, a spider, something like that, where you can bring that player in and play as the quote-unquote monster. Awesome. Uh, Which, with that, they have been, there is a dedicated team working on balance, which has been a long fight. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure. Yeah, at one point, the what we call the freeps, the free players, which is your regular tunes, were really overpowered. Mm-hmm. Pretty much where it was, it took four or five monster players to kill one free player. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, that has been OP. And, and then they went and they adjusted it to where, okay, you could pretty much the monster players we could hold our own mm-hmm. right. and then the free players had a conniption fit <laughs> sure. which the server we're on is not one of those real big heavy rp uh, mm-hmm. uh rating right uh servers so we're not going to have a bunch of tier five raiders right right with the hardest content for raiders we we don't have that. So it's a matter of finding that perfect balance in it to where we can have a perfect balance between the monster players and the free players. Right. Which as soon as that th- with Saturday Night Lotro, we've been taking a break from uh, PVMP with that, waiting for that balance to come to where, okay, we know that there's a perfect balance in there. We have a perfect group of both sides to where yeah. we can jump in and run and have sides. fun. Yes, and and have fun. And with ducks having that being in there with that, you know, we have that. Okay, now we think it's in there. Yeah. So, are there ten ranks, ducks? Fifteen. Oh, fifteen. Okay, wow, so okay. you're 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 on the. You're on the ascension path. Um, does the rank affect how strong your monster character is then? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, block parry, evade increases a certain rate per per rank. You also have new skills that are gained. Skills are a little slower than you would as a freak. Right. But then you have these traits. And the, the traits and corruptions, 
you can really customize out your character. Right now, my war leader is almost 2 million hit points. And if I take my, my defensive potions, uh, I can't be killed. Oh, my I goodness. I about five different people try and kill me as I walk <laughs> away. Right. Nice. You know, and eventually they give up or I just stand still and go, come on, get it over with. Ooh, right. Tickles. It tickles. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I, I just tell everybody, it's like, I'm by Eagle Rock. Hey, there's three people here hitting me. Come and get them. Yeah. I can't tell awesome. them. It's, uh, having a war leader is like using a whistle bat and hitting someone. <laughs> right. It just doesn't do that much damage. But I can do, it's very much like a captain. Or yeah. a paladin okay. in Warcraft. So I'm a force multiplier. Yeah. But I really can't do a whole lot of damage. By yourself. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I wait. Usually there's a couple wargs orbiting around in stealth. And uh, then it's all it's all over. Right. You're bait and they are the DPS. <laughs> yep. Works perfectly. That's awesome. that's fun. Yeah. But I'm, in PvMP, I have a defiler, which is a healer. So you're not going to kill. I'm not going to kill you. But you are definitely not going to kill me the way right. it's about right now. <laughs> yeah. It'd be three on one. You're not going to kill me. So I'm just going to spend the whole time healing myself. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have enough stuns and lockdowns to keep me from healing myself. So good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had, um, because just as a quick aside, since we're talking PVP or PVMP, um, I popped in on Galactic Seasons, one of the, the weeklies and the dailies is go play unranked Warzone. I'm like, I had not played SOTOR PVP in forever. And I was like, this is actually kind of fun. And I remember playing Lotro's player versus monster player. And I got to play a wolf. I think I picked up a wolf and it was like, Oh, this is an interesting take on it. This, this is a nice, uh, refreshing take on because you know, if you're a hobbit, you don't want to be killing another hobbit. That's right, you know, exactly. That's not hobbity. That's not. That's yeah. not. That's not good. <laughs> that's not how hobbits roll. Let's face it. Yeah. No. I mean, unless you're Smeagol. Right. True. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's you know a bit some issues there. Yeah. I mean, with that, you know, I've been jumping in there as well into the galactic seasons unranked, but I've been bringing a healer because I want to get better at healing. Right. And that's a right. great place to do it. Yeah. And Lotro, I'm really good because I've been playing this game for so long. But in Swotor, it's slightly different. So let me jump into the unranked PvP stuff. That'll get me really good at healing. Yep. Hmm. Is the confusion that you're you're healing with guns and you're like using the wrong bullets to heal? That's what <laughs> the problem is. Maybe yeah. a little. Heal, yeah. heal. Whoops, wrong bullet. Wrong heal, exactly. heal, heal. Yeah, it would, but I'm focused on uh uh, health bars, so I don't know what's going on. <laughs> right, he's just in his abilities, not watching the animations. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Saying green bar whack-a-mole. Yep, exactly. Yeah, which and Lotro, you know, I've done uh, uh, six man and twelve man groups where I'm uh, a healer, and I'll be healing people, and next thing I know, it's like, hey, wait. The boss is dead. Okay, I guess we're going forward. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's interesting to see games like like for example Final Fantasy fourteen, healers are also expected to DPS. Like yeah. that's yeah. just yeah. It's it's actually a, a huge change from some of the other games. Like WoW is kind of getting there. 
where they do expect the healers to do a little bit of DPS, depending on the class. Right, there if are you're some not classes, discipline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's some classes where they you have to DPS to heal, or, or you have to DPS to heal effectively, or there's some that's just like, why are you DPSing? You're, you're hitting us with a stick. Right, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's always interesting, those classes where like your only focus is keeping your people alive. You don't even know what's going on in the battle. It's just like, nope. oh, this is my world. This is, <laughs> green bars are green. Yeah, which, like, on the Bjorning, you know, with Lotro, you can, you know, you have three different trait trees. You can be red line, blue line, or yellow line. Red line, you're DPS. Blue line, you're more of a tank. Yellow line, you're more of a healer. So with the click of a button, you can be in either line you want, and everything's set up. So nice. it's really easy to do, to be any role you want, any role you're comfortable with. That's, oh, that's good. great. They're all annoyingly overpowered. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Says the monster player. Anyway. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, it sounds like you guys got a lot of good stuff coming. It's going to be a busy summer for you guys. Busy summer and a busy year because there's plenty that is in store, which for the for those, uh, one thing that Severland did say is that it you know, based on what they see, you know, there's no reason why for decades to come, they have plenty of content that they can do because they've dipped into the in-between stuff because they are on the fan fiction part of it. Right, right. right. Uh, mm-hmm. Where they're just taking a sentence, a word. Right. Area out of it. And, okay, let's expand on Let's this. flesh this Great. out. Yeah, That's maybe. wonderful. Yeah. yeah. And and also one really cool thing that they're working on is, and they're in the middle of doing it, is they want to do more of 4K support. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so nice. Better graphics in there than what they have already. Yeah. To work. If, if you're running 4K, like I know Marcus does, then there will be better support. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, all the text is very small. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, Any other tidbits to share? Nothing me, really. I mean, that's about it. I, every 12 to 13 weeks, there's always new content out there. You know, there's always something going. We try and have someone, uh, a character in every level group, no matter what you're doing. We're going to have something in there. So if you want to jump in there or you're just coming back to it, let us know in the Lotro channel. We'll jump in there. We'll run epic battles with you <laughs> to help you through that content. We'll run skirmishes for fun to help you mm. get marks or just to get levels. No matter what you want to do, we'll run with you. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, even if you log back into a character and go, okay, I'm at the last lonely house, I'm this level, what do I do? You know, like, where do I go next? They will let you know. Yeah, we will definitely let you know because there's plenty of us in there. We've done it many times. We will either A, help you out uh, in text if you don't want to run with someone, or let us know we'll we'll hook up a time we'll run with you yep. and because there's a chance we awesome. have someone some 
character in that level range that we've worked on. Yep. Oh, yeah, he works. Yep, exactly. All righty. Well, sounds like we might be done for the evening. So that'll be our show for tonight. Uh, while the chat room begins suggesting show titles, we want to thank Ducks and Mailung for joining us so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. And don't and uh, we should probably remove that from the. Well, yeah, we need to get that other. <laughs> get Sorry. that out of the template, Heather. Anyway. <laughs> oh, wow! I got caught up. Sure, let me hit this next part. Use your, use your oh. one good arm. Right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I'm using my one good arm for something. <laughs> <laughs> it's all she's been communicating. It's all sign language. Yeah. It's the. By the way, that's thieves' cat. For those who don't know. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. And if you have questions or comments for the show, you can email us at podcast at aie guildorg You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at aie podcast. Mew is at the Mew Cow. I am at Cyberwave, and Tet is at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday, and as we know, the live is where the fun's at, mm -hmm. um, at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website, aie-guild.org, uh, podcast-live-stream, and our Discord server for chat is, well, go look in the AI Discord under uh, podcast. Um, <laughs> for past episodes, they are available on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com. And then search for The AIE Podcast with AIE in capital letters. Our theme, of course, was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him with Skis with Soul or visit his website, andrewallenmusic.com. And next time we're planning on talking to Kinney and ESO. They've been up to plenty over there. Mm -hmm. So until then, AIE, uh, this is MuCow. This is Makala. This is Tetsemi. And this has been The AIE Podcast. Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. <laughs>